the man up in the pulpit in the state house. Head of the table with the black pen and scratching ego. Good morning and welcome to Solation with Sharon Maureen on Lift Your Spirits Radio. I will be your host every third Friday of the month on 1150 AM KKNW Seattle, inspiring you to thrive from the inside out. Good morning, Benny. Hi, good morning. Welcome back. We missed you on the last one. Thank you. That was an odd an odd timing. It I was. was actually part of a delivery. I was the doula for a woman and it was very quick. The long and short of it is she <laughs> called me at uh I believe it was 5:20 in the morning yeah. and the baby was born at 6:20. So sweet. And she was pushing in the car mm-hmm. on the way there. Wow, like it's a like a made-for-TV movie it, or, it show, was, or TV show. Or oh, something. God, the adrenaline and oh. is just incredible. It was just such a great experience, yeah. but thank you for covering my back. And, yeah, no problem. Yeah. It, it was uh, unfortunate. I was uh, looking forward to seeing you, and then I get this text, and you're like, uh, not going to make it, and I'm like, what's going on? And then you like proceeded to explain. I'm like, okay, wait, you don't have to explain anymore. I get it, just because you're busy. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it was good news, yeah. good timing, and it's Definitely sure. a, a thrilling thing for me to be a part of. Yeah. I've helped with hundreds and hundreds of babies. And that season of my life is yeah. retiring because it is definitely mm. a lot to be on call 24-7 for periods of time. And so it was very exciting. But I'm expanding my horizons in different ways. And that includes today being on the show by myself. All right. Solo. Solo. And I as a life coach, often challenge my clients to take a gentle challenge, to push themselves in an area that may seem frightening and exciting. So fear and excitement are on the same spectrum, and it's often perspective that launches it in the right direction. It is somewhat fearful and exciting for me to be here as a solo uh, presenter, so to speak, And I just wanted to share with the audience uh, one of the core teachings of my coaching, and that is really challenging people to look at their perspective. I mean, we all have life experiences. The majority, I would say, of the world and, and of the United States has some kind of a spiritual connection Um, We don't define it the same, but most people believe there's something a little bit more than just us that we can tap into, whether it's vibration or energy, God. You know, we all can really think about that, how we want to define it. But in the end, we don't really have to define it, and we don't all have to agree But I believe we all can begin to look at our lives, look at the divine, what I call divine synchronicities, and then trust our intuition and watch how life begins to unfold in a more vibrant and illuminating and fun way. So that's what I wanted to share with you all today, a little bit about my story I'd love to have you get to know me a little bit more as I hope to be with you for a while. So here we go. One of the things I wanted to touch on before we move forward into my story is come to a common 
definition of what I mean by alignment or vibration. It's that sense in us that we know it's the right thing. It's something that clicks inside of us. We can't really see it on a meter, but we we know it's there. Um, There have been various forms of science and spirituality that have tried to define what this vibration is. Uh, There is... uh, Royal Rife comes to my mind, and Royal Rife was a scientist in the 1930s and 40s who began to see that viruses and bacterias vibrated at a certain frequency. And then he realized that these viruses and bacteria could be related to some long-term dis-ease in the body. He then created a microscope where he could actually watch the vibration of these various uh, things that he came across. And then he found frequencies that if he zapped these bacteria and viruses, they would, they would die. And one of his theories was that, uh, for example, cancer is related to a virus that vibrates at a certain frequency. And if he could zap it, he could take care of the cancer or the disease. His teachings, they had credibility, and they even landed in the Smithsonian Institute. But as many things that are cutting edge do, he began conflict with the AMA. And eventually, he got in a lot of trouble, and his teachings kind of fell by the wayside. But there are many, many people today that use his device, use his vibrational frequencies, Uh, to help themselves be well. Then I have a friend. uh, He's, I call him uh, Einstein reincarnated because this man's ability to take information and translate it into uh, modern day uh, language is fascinating to me. So he's created this chart and it's like an elemental chart, you know, the old school stuff. We what is iron, you know, Fe and aluminum, and you, we can almost visualize this chart that we looked at as as children in school. Well, he's created this chart, and he's able to figure out using a prime number system what things vibrate at. It it is crazy, and his theory is there's an eleven and a thirteen, and Each thing expounds outward in multiples of 11 and 13. One side will make your body relax. One side will make your body contract. And then he will find supplements, for example. And he will study them, and he finds out what number they vibrate. And based upon that vibration, he can decide or figure out or anticipate how that will react in your body. So we've had a lot of fun. He'll come into my nutrition shop and he'll pull something off the shelf and he'll look at it. And I don't want his, don't know what his mathematical formula is. He looks at it and he'll figure out what the number is. And then he'll look at me and say, what is it? What does this do? And I say, oh, that, for example, that's kava. And that's going to help you be a little relaxed. And he goes, oh, that makes sense. It vibrates at this number. And so I'm just having a lot of fun uh, learning more about that. Everything in nature has a vibration. 
and we have ways to uh, begin to understand it. In ancient uh, medicine, there was uh, Chinese medicine, for example, and they use acupressure points, they use uh, meridians, and now with modern medicine and nuclear medicine, we can actually inject dye into the body and we can actually see these meridians. So what was once voodoo is now considered legitimate science. So vibration, alignment, it may seem very uh, eccentric, uh, spiritual, but it's actually scientific. And they're not exclusive of each other. In my opinion, the spirit often reveals faster than science. And science comes and decides to catch up eventually. There was a, a day and time where we wouldn't have believed that emotions, trauma, our life experiences actually leave an imprint on our cellular memory. And now it's mainstream. It's, there is classes on how to overcome a mind-to-body connection when it comes to trauma. Many times with, uh, for example, war vets, they know if they can bring them in a state and heal that emotional trauma that's been actually sabotaging them on a subconscious level, that they can be healed. So it is exciting to see what, what science is doing and I think it's finally catching up with what the spirit world has always known. So what does this all have to do with um, divine synchronicities? What does this have to do with um, our life experiences? And what does this have to do with how we gain perspective so that we can use everything that has vibrated throughout our life to serve us, to ignite us, to help us come into greater alignment, gratitude, and appreciation for our life experiences, how can we begin to notice the divine intervention? How can we begin to see that synchronicities or God winks do more for us than we realize? And if we learn to tap into that uh, vibrational ear, so to speak. Uh, we learn to drop down into our intuition. Is it possible that we are going to walk a more easeful flow, uh, a life full of flow and meaning, and not always easy, not always without trouble, complications, challenges? In fact, in this world, it's one of the great mysteries that I don't understand, is how in the world is suffering such a teacher? I have often wished that maybe going to a party with my friends and having a few beers or a, a rock concert or something like that, those are all fun and, and great experiences, but it has been the deep, deep suffering the life experiences that I have not understood, the mystery that has really brought me to where I am today, and I'm sure many of you out there can relate. You look back on your life and you think, oh my God, that happened. I don't know how I survived. But as you look back over your life and you begin to 
appreciate the lessons learned as you begin to grow in forgiveness, acceptance, as you begin to bring your soul in alignment with the overall divine picture, things begin to make more sense. They begin to weave a beautiful tapestry that serves us for a lifetime. And we can live in a place of gratitude, understanding, vibrational soul alignment, and not a place of bitterness, regret, groveling and shame. And so I want to just move on through um, and talk to you a little bit about divine synchronicities, what I call God wings. Um, one of the stories that comes to mind I uh, is about a trip I took with my sister to a San Antonio, Texas. And we try to get together on a regular basis. One of the fun, joyful, adventurous things in my life. She's such a powerhouse, and I love her so much. And so we were uh, on our walk. We had done the river walk, and I don't remember every single uh, uh, step of the way, but um, we were walking down a path, and we heard a voice, and it was, Mommy, Mommy. And that was really strange. We thought, oh, gosh, has somebody lost their lid and they're trying to chase down the street? We weren't sure. But we turned, and it was her daughter. Now, her daughter is um, in the military, was stationed somewhere else. We are from Wash. I'm from Washington. She's from Montana. All of a sudden, on the street in San Antonio, Texas, we all three meet. Now, why that's kind of interesting is because on the flight to meet up with my sister, I drew a card. And the card said that there would be a divine meeting and it would have powerful impact on my life. Well, I mean, we meet people all the time, right? I mean, so, I mean, I looked at it and I thought, well, that's kind of interesting. But what it did is it kind of ignited my intuition. It ignited my mind with possibilities. And so here we are, and we turn around, and we say, oh, my God, and we begin talking, and it ends up that she has flown in to be with a friend that was in a boating accident and had just lost their leg, and they had flown to San Antonio because that's where a very, uh, pro, uh, very famous rehabilitation center is. So we walk back to where these people were sitting, and there was her friend with her stump wrapped. Sounds very, uh, it was very shocking, actually. And she was at the stage in her recovery where she's still having some phantom pain. So friends were flying in just to take turns rubbing her leg and helping her through this challenging time. And my sister and I sat there with our jaws dropped about looking at this woman's courage, looking at this woman's resilience, looking at this woman's determination to make the best of a very horrible situation. Now, this woman is a pilot. That's her career. So now she's lost a limb. How in the world is she going to 
change her life? Uh, how is she going to go on with her life? That's what she was destined to do. And she made the comment that she will be one of the people to get back in the cockpit with uh, a fake leg, an artificial leg. And you know what? She did. And so that was the inspiration. Well, we also made the decision to meet with each other the next morning. And we all went to church together. And I hadn't been to church for a very long time. So it was walking into a church setting with a group of people and this incredible, soulful woman who had decided to make the best of a circumstance. And I'll share a little bit more with you when we get back from the break. Another man up in the pulpit in the state house. Head of the table with the black pen, scratching egos, talking too loud. It's Get ready for an adventure that will ignite you from the inside out. Join us for the Solation Backpacking Retreat, September 18th through the 20th, 2023, in the Snoqualmie region of Washington. Immerse yourself in the beauty of nature, revive your spirit, and form deep connections with like-minded women. Experience the vibrant, alive wilderness like never before. Hike through lush forest, camp under the starlit sky, and find solace by tranquil waters. Visit SharonMaureen.com and email now for more information. Lift your spirits with me, Dina Marie, on Whidbey Island. I'll be a tour guide for your spirit and a travel agent for your soul. Retreats include a healing session for your body, your mind, and your spirit. You'll receive a Reiki session plus a chakra reading, experience a labyrinth in the woods, take a walk on the beach, and enjoy downtown Langley with me. Retreats are customized for you or a group of friends. You can visit dina-marie.com to connect with me today. Island time is waiting for you. Thinking about getting away for a day or an overnight stay? Pristine Pacific Northwest Island Beauty is closer and more affordable than you may think. From unspoiled hills to uncrowded Puget Sound shoreline, from wildlife and stately evergreen forests to bald eagles and blue herons, Whidbey and Camino Islands have it all. They're both located in Puget Sound and are an easy drive from either Seattle or Vancouver, B.C. Both islands are accessible by bridge, and each island is a wonder of nature and scenic beauty to be enjoyed by the entire family. To visit this classic Pacific Northwest experience, visit WhidbeyCamanoIslands.com or like them on Facebook to see all they have to offer. You'll discover that island time is just a short drive away and can be affordably yours this weekend. Whidbey and Camano Islands, the shortest distance to far away. Little Big Fest Music and Art Festival is back August 11th through the 13th at the Whitby Island Fairgrounds Event Center in Langley, Washington. Little Big Fest is a weekend of local, regional live music, arts, and family fun on a beautiful island in the Pacific Northwest. Come for the day or stay all weekend. Visit littlebigfest.org and get your day or weekend pass with or without camping. Check out the bands. That's littlebigfest.org. Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk, 1150. Get us on track. Thank you for listening to Solation with Sharon Maureen on Lift Your Spirits Radio. And it is me today. Normally, I reintroduce the guest. I say what we've been talking about. Hey, it's just me today. 
And I thought it's okay to have a me day. Oh, I love. We all need a me day. You're welcome. Don't be so embarrassed or shy about it. It's a me day. It's for you. It's for them. It's all good. Thank you, Benny. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's a leap of faith for me to do this because, um, you know, to be vulnerable and to share people your little deep dark secret Mm -hmm. sometimes is is scary. (laughs) But it's all part of our story, right? And we all have one. And before the break, I was just talking a little bit about divine synchronicities and and how things come into being and how suffering becomes a teacher and it helps our soul come into alignment. It helps us vibrate in a place of uh, authenticity. I talked a little bit about what vibration is, that it's not just voodoo. It really is something that exists in this world. We can't see it, but oftentimes we can feel it. And so as I was saying, I had um, drawn a card and the card said that there would be a special divine meeting as I was meeting my sister in San Antonio, Texas, ended up running into someone that had had an amputation and we ended up in church together. And it was it was such a special, special um, time together. And it was like our souls and our prayers were weaved together. And somehow we knew that together our intention for this young woman would make a difference. And uh, to shorten the story, to end the story, this woman ended up getting back into the cockpit and being a pilot. And I left with a greater understanding that there are synchronicities out there, that people's suffering, including my own, ends up being a source of inspiration uh, for others. And that if we all just change our perspectives a little bit and we move from a place of um, negativity, regret, shame, that we can move into a place of gratitude, appreciation, uh, a place of wisdom that takes all the things that happen in our lives and sees the the good, and we get to help the world vibrate at a better place when we do that. So my story, (laughs) I guess it's probably very familiar. Um, I grew up um, in the in the 60s, born in 1959, went to school um, in most of, the, of my life in California. My mom uh, had me as a teenager, so she got pregnant with me in high school. You know, she decided to uh, keep me. So here she is, a teen mom. She does get married to my father, have two more children, but they were um, divorced, and then... My mom ended up marrying another person who was an alcoholic and abusive. And we often would get into uh, domestic violence situations where in those days there wasn't 911. We would run out the door to the neighbors and ask for help. Now, I look back over that and I think, what did I learn? As I learned to, I could go into that situation and be a poor me and, oh, my God, I can't believe that happened. And why was my, what was my mom thinking? All these things that don't serve me, I did process through those. 
But eventually what served me the most was being able to look back and see what did I learn as a young person? What skill did I adopt that has served me for the rest of my life? Well, I really learned you know, how to be a survivor, how to be resilient, how to help my brothers and sisters. So I learned to, to serve and, and to love, and I found pieces of my leadership skill. Now, as a 10-year-old child at that point, you know, who would think I would need to be a leader? But here I am. I'm a leader. And I believe, as horrible as it was, that part of the things I learned during those traumatic times are serving me so well in my life now. The power of the human spirit to rebound, to be resilient, to capitalize on the moments is so, so powerful. And we can choose to keep the trauma trenches in our brain. That's why I call them trauma trenches. We can keep digging them deeper and deeper and deeper, or we can start filling them in with gratitude, with wisdom, with a greater response to our intuition so that we don't repeat mistakes of our ancestors or maybe mistakes that we have made in the past. So I look back and I'm thankful. And I also have gratitude for what it took my mom to be a woman raising three children in very challenging situations. So my mom ended up marrying... um, Uh, her third husband, (laughs) and we moved from California, this big, big metropolis, to this little tiny town in eastern Washington. (laughs) There was like 90 people in my graduating class. And uh, my father, I, I called him dad, was a farmer. And that is a very shocking transition for a child to be pulled out of what they've always known to a little town and then try to find their way. Oh my gosh, in small towns there you know there's already cliques. There's people that have been raised together since they were in kindergarten and here comes this Californian trying to make her way into the into the system. But you know what I did? And moving to that small town afforded me so many opportunities to excel in an intimate environment. I would have not received that opportunity in California. Um, I tried out for sports. In fact, I became the first woman's football manager for the boys team. <laughs> it was so great in a little town. So, and that was in, I graduated in 77. So I was kind of really uh, paving a way. And I was, um, I had this vision about um, just trying things that maybe the normal person wouldn't. I became homecoming queen. I was in school plays. And the years culminated in 1977 when I became Washington's junior miss. Now, why am I telling you all this? Because those were very foundational things that launched me into what I do now. Those I was in FFA, and that's where I learned to speak. Now, am I a perfect speaker? Am I have immaculate articulation? No, I still got my Missouri draw at times. I stutter sometimes. I forget where I'm going, but I 
have in my heart this burning passion that there is something I'm supposed to do. And every piece of my story has brought me into closer alignment to fulfilling that destiny. And so to this day, I always say the ability to smile and wave was uh, developed on the uh, parade route. <laughs> uh, elbow, elbow, wrist, wrist. <laughs> That's right. I got it elbow, down packed. It's been so fun. <laughs> and uh, just to appreciate uh, those lessons. You know, when we don't know what else to do, Benny, sometimes that's all you can do. You know, the guy, you're driving down the highway and the guy flips you off. Nothing will make him matter than to smile and wave. <laughs> Been there, done that? Uh, no, wait, <laughs> who are you thinking you're referring to? Well, I, I'm not the gonna... one giving or receiving? Uh, no, <laughs> do not incriminate right. yourself unless it's part of your story. I mean, I'm not an angel on the roads, <laughs> but I'm also willing to you know, let people in, too. So. Well, if nothing else, you can flip on the radio and listen to KKNW, right? right? <laughs> Perfect. Great answer. Excellent answer. Yeah, do I get extra bonus points for that? <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, it's that is actually just developing a habit, really, just choosing that I'm going to respond differently. But what we learn in our in our younger years through trials and tribulation also help us develop skills that serve us along the way. You know, I smiled and waved my way through college days. I met my husband. Take a deep breath. Okay, I you know this about me, but some that are listening may not. I have nine children. <laughs> so, yes, nine. Now, I don't know how I met a husband that was up for that, but I did. <laughs> and it wasn't really part of my intention to have a large family. In fact, when I first got married, I was afraid to have children. You know, that was uh, something I had to overcome. With my upbringing, I was like, how in the world am I ever going to raise children in a stable environment? And, and I just didn't know if I, ha- if I could do it. But guess what? I did it. Um, so many people often ask if, <laughs> if it's the same father. I mean, the questions that people ask, are they all yours? Yeah, they're mine. I didn't pick them up along the way. You know, yes, they're mine. And they're all the same father. And uh, it's been one of the most beautiful experiences and one of the most rewarding things that I said yes to in my life. I would have never thought that one of those children would actually become my eternal guru. I said yes to all my children, including the sole agreement I made with my third child who passed away when he was 10. Now, it's kind of interesting because, like I said, I almost didn't have any children because I was afraid. I had a boy, and then I had a girl, and then I had the all-American family, right? But I ended up pregnant with my third child, and it was at that point where I said, you know what, let's just see what happens. Well, (laughs) six more happened, but... That child um, was going to be born by C-section. And the doctor said, hey, you're going to be in there for surgery. Why don't we just go ahead and tie your tubes? It made sense, right? We're already in there. And I, yeah, that makes sense. You know, I'm a young woman in her 20s. Don't really um, have much 
thought about whether to have a lot of children or no children. I mean, it just, it kind of evolved. But so anyway, I'm sitting there ready to sign the surgery papers for the tubal ligation. And I pick up the pen and I go to sign the paper and I get so nauseated that I, I can't do it. I push the paper back to the woman and I say, I, I can't sign this. I, something in my heart is telling me no. And I re- I'll just never forget, it was like the universe was shouting at me, do not sign this paper. And I just, I didn't know why, but I just listened. Pushed the paper back, the baby was born, and he was born with some special needs, later developed cancer, but his life ended up being the catalyst for my passion to see people grow in their spirit, in their mind, in their body. And it was the hardest thing that ever happened to me in my life and the greatest thing. So here we go. We have these uh, nine children. I've learned my skills along the way, resiliency. I developed the patient of a, uh, patience of a saint when you have that many children running over, all over. And my Third child is now gone from this earth, and all those details don't matter right now. But he is there on the other side. I feel him. He he teaches me. I can refer to him in my mind and in my heart. And I can now encourage others that have experienced such deep loss. Now, Grief is uh, quite, a, quite a monster and quite a gift. And to grieve the loss of a child is a whole nother category in of, its, of itself. But I have been able to really support people on that grief journey, not from a place of authoritarianism, from being authority on it, but to, from a place of empathy, a, a compassion. Um, and I survived. I mean, I'm here it's been 30 years, and I didn't let the grief drown me so that I could not fulfill my destiny in this world. So with all of that said, one of the things that I do, and I encourage you to do, is take the time, create a timeline of your life, and note the challenge, and the lesson. And then when you have the lesson or the character that you developed, the, the wisdom that was sourced to you because of it, make note of it. And as you go through your life and you begin to note the good, you will begin to shift your perspective, reframe your story. You know, one of the things that happens so much of the time with my clients is when they come to me, they're stuck in a story. And the story is usually a very negative story, and the vibration of it is so low, it just defeats and deflates and demotivates people when you stay in that negative mindset. So create a timeline for yourself. Choose to look at things from a different 
perspective. You know, in looking back at our past, our circumstances, our traumas, our choices, we can add gratitude. And, you know, people are talking a lot about gratitude. But if you just say, even say the word with meaning and intention, you know, it's not like, oh, let's just be grateful. It's like, God, I have some deep gratitude for all that I've experienced. Even the mistakes. Gratitude instead of shame or regret. Can you just feel the difference? You can sit there and beat yourself up. You can shame yourself. You can feel like you're a little child with somebody pointing their finger at you saying, how could you and why did you? Or you can say, I have grace for myself and I have gratitude. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that after the break. I want to thank you so much for sticking with us and joining us. You're listening to Solation with Sharon Maureen on Lift Your Spirits Radio. Don't go away. We'll return with more. Against the idea of your body being put into your own hands, so please don't. Hello, my name is Sharon Maureen, the owner of Twin Peaks Nutrition and Wellness in North Bend, Washington. I am a life coach, mentor, and I am the creatrix of the Solation System, looking at nutrition, offering tools, techniques, and routines to help women thrive through challenges and change. I offer decades of expertise as an herbalist, fitness coach, and health enthusiast. I can customize a program uniquely for you, expanding your inner strength wisdom, and resiliency through small, daily commitments to yourself. Reach out to me today at SharonMarine.com. Epona Guide and the Dancing Spirit Ranch in Clee Ellum, Washington allows you to experience the magical presence of horses in the enchanted Cascade Mountains. Unplug from the daily grind to reconnect your mind, heart, and intuition. Reflect inward to find your authentic truth with a little help from our horse friends. These incredibly majestic beings are natural guides and facilitators in the work of empowering humans to unleash their true potential. Their wisdom opens an innovative pathway to create personal healing, personal growth, and a passionate lifestyle. If you're striving to rise up and embrace your true potential and to fulfill your heart's desires in relationships, career, or self-spirit, then visit eponaguide.com for more information on their powerful summer workshops and personal coaching sessions today. Connect with them and tell them you heard about Epona Guide on Lift Your Spirits Radio, and Epona Guide will give you a 20% discount. Plus, you'll be entered into a drawing for a free ticket to an event or private session. That's Epona, E-P-O-N-A, guide.com. If you feel stressed, overwhelmed, or stuck, join me, Dina Marie, at Marla Williams' Transformational Retreat at the Bow Sanctuary in Bow, Washington. I have personally experienced transformation by working with Marla. If you are ready to experience a calm like you have never had before, feel more joy and happiness within, and get immediate results that last, join me at this amazing three-day wellness retreat and transform your life into one you love living. Go to MarlaWilliams.net and click on Retreat to sign up today. Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 AM KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries. You can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. 
contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening. Wherever you go, Alternative Talk 1150 is here for you. Welcome back to Solation with Sharon Maureen on Lift Your Spirits Radio. And it's me this morning. I'm so excited. We've been talking about divine synchronicities, our life experiences, and how the life experiences um, can serve us for the good if we choose to reframe our story or look at it from a perspective of gratitude. And uh, there are so many what, what I call God winks along the way, way that God, the divine, the spirit, the universe puts things together as little puzzle pieces and they fit together. And if we choose to align with the divine, the purpose of the suffering, our stories, even our good times can make the world a better place. And, you know, that's something I want to I cover in just a little bit because uh, why is it important that we all vibrate uh, at a good, good uh, frequency? You know, why does that even matter? You know, I'm my own person. You know, I'm in the world. You know, got to be me, you know, all that stuff, you know. But it is true that no man is an island into uh, themselves. But before I, I get there, I just want to share a little bit more about um, about gratitude and reframing the story, about divine timing, um, saying yes to uh, our souls like I did when uh, I chose not to have my tubes dyed and, and uh, go on to have uh, six more children. Uh, I remember, see, I think, okay, so it, it wasn't easy, okay? I go on, I have, you know, the the third child, then the fourth child, the fifth child. And along the way, <laughs> I got braver and braver when it comes to really advocating for myself and how I wanted my birth to be. And, and one of those decisions was I did not want to have any more C-sections. So I ended up having a, um, a natural delivery after um, several C-sections. And then I ended up having a home birth. And then I had another baby that I was starting to have at home. And I'll spare you all the names and all the details. But my uterus ruptured completely. And that is a circumstance where people don't live. I was at home. But it was a true It was truly, truly a miracle. I mean, I don't use that lightly. Um, you have minutes to get that baby out once your uterus ruptures. Uh, uh, the baby was born 45 minutes later. But I was told I couldn't have any more children after that. And so that was with number six. And um, I just didn't believe it. I knew what I had heard in my heart and mind. So I did get pregnant again. And I know some of you are saying, that woman is just effing out of her mind. But no, I'm not. I'm here. I said yes to my soul. And... The baby that was born after that rupture was born one week after my son passed away. One week to the day. I mean, what are the odds? It is just mind-boggling to me. And here's a little tidbit that so much uh, brings me so much joy. 
before my son uh, passed away, he was down at the neighbor's, and he told the neighbor what he wanted to name that baby. So he got to even name my child. It was so beautiful. And she comes up, and she says, we didn't know if it was going to be a boy or a girl, but she, uh, the neighbor says, he really wants to name that baby Tennille. And guess what? When she was born a girl, we named her Tennille. So it, it's just, it brings me so much peace to know that somehow, some way, all things work out for the good. It's, are you going to change your story? Are you going to remember and reframe from a place of power and from the eyes of the spirit, from soulful alignment with gratitude? Are you going to continue to let bitterness, anger, regret, shame, and I keep using those words, be the things that define you? I hope that you choose to reframe your story from a beautiful place and watch how the world will vibrate in your favor. One of the books I finished this uh, summer that really spoke to me was by Miguel Ruiz Jr., the author of The Five Levels of Attachments. And he has this quote. He says, are you serving knowledge or is knowledge serving you? That's a really a thought to think about. Another quote I appreciate is, do not be so sure of anything that you can't hear God. My friend, Dr. Anna, says conformity is safe and comfortable. Creativity, dare I say, finding your own authentic expression, soulful alignment is risky and rarely comfortable. It's daring and often feels like insanity. Yet when we dare to let go of our desire to please and reclaim our right to create, we feel divine. That's what you have the opportunity to not let what you think you know about the past dominate your bitterness, your regret, your shame, but let the knowledge of the past serve you, not define you. Isn't that a beautiful way to think of it? And when you dare to be so bold, you can open up portals to different realities that that are currently running adjacent to the one you're experiencing. If you're suffering in your mind and with your thoughts and with what's happened to you, open up to a different story. Open up to one that's more aligned with the eternal truth, the truth of gratitude, the truth of joy and happiness, the truth of who you are, not what has happened to you. And become deeply passionate about your spirit, about the evolution, about defining what is the highest and the best, not only for you, but of the world. 
And as we align, we become more aware of synchronicities that I've talked about. The more aligned you are, the more you recognize how beautifully things can become aligned for you. And things begin to make more sense. Again, not easy, but they can begin to make more sense. Trust what comes to you from your inner knowing and what excites you and what is uh, the thing that makes you feel alive and vibrant. And sometimes the suffering of life, the uh, mundaneness of life, the limiting beliefs keep us so stuck. And for me, I just began to seek out those that could help me align myself in a higher way, a way that would serve me better and serve the world better. You know, just the simplicity of acknowledging the good in the most simple things. You know, I'm doing a backpacking retreat in the fall, and one of the reasons why I love backpacking is just the beauty of of nature and the complexity and the simplicity at the same time. And there's something that happens to a soul when it's out on the trail. There's something that happens when we're gently challenged and we find that moxie within ourselves to rise above. I have talked about this on this radio show before, but I've talked about the Starlink. And the Starlink is something Elon Musk has uh, created. And when you see the Starlink up in the sky, it looks like a continuous trail. And it's, it's bright, it's beautiful, it's mystical. And looking at that reminded me of the people in the world that choose to become soul aligned. We're in a line and we're in the sky and we're lighting up the world. But as you come into closer uh, look at that Starlink, you realize that each of the lights you see are individuals. So there, it, from the distance, it looks like it's all one. But when you get close, it's each individual satellite. You are an individual satellite. You are the one that's in charge of your brightness. Yes, you are God's highest creation, I believe. But you are the one that gets to say how that creation shines. You are the one that gets to reframe your story so that it brightens your light and not dims it. And as each of us begin to sparkle from our internal, soulful, vibrational place, in the brightest possible way, we become linked together for the highest good of the world. And that matters. To me, that matters. We are not islands unto ourselves. However, we don't want to be in a place of conforming. So those satellites are not all meshed together. We want to be individuals. We want to be so freaking bright that it doesn't even look like the lights could mingle together, but eventually they do. 
So I really encourage you to take the time to shine from the inside out, to thrive from the inside out. And it begins by recognizing the divine synchronicities in, in your life. It begins by reframing your story so that you're not stuck and dark and groveling in guilt and shame and unfulfillment, that you are ready to unleash that incredible brilliance that lies within you. You're ready to say, I want to be a part of this world. I want to be the starlink, the brightest I can be so that I can join forces with others and make this world a better place. I'm so thankful that you joined me today, and thank you so much for listening to Solation with Sharon Marine on Lift Your Spirits Radio. Hey, join me next month. I've got another surprise coming. Go to SharonMaureen.com to connect with me. If you're looking for a life coach to help you break through, to find your brilliance, to thrive from the inside out, seek me out. I would love to see if we're a good fit to work together. You can come and visit me at my store at Twin Peaks Nutrition and Wellness in North Bend, where you'll find quality supplements, eclectic gifts and stones, wellness services, cosmetic tattooing, and so much more. May you shine bright. May you thrive from the inside out. May you thrive with your story so that you can make the world a brighter place.